Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Wednesday, November 17th. We got a great, great guest on the pod today. You know him well from Pro Football Focus. The guys that dig deep into the numbers uh, provide some extra bonus coverage of the NFL that you really don't get anywhere else. What's cool is... I would say my NFL gambling improved a few years ago when I started incorporating a lot of football outsiders. And in the last couple of years, Pro Football Focus has been instrumental. Just, I mean, it's just an added edge. You need any edge you can get. And uh, Sam Monson offers some great stuff. But before we get to him, as always, subscribe, rate, and review. You know that by now. Um, two quick, quick items. Number one, no drama in the college football uh, playoff rankings, they came out. The top seven remain the exact same. Essentially, this weekend could see some movement if Oregon can cannot win in Utah. Uh, I will offer a pick later in the week, but I will just say I'm not surprised at the line move. Um, and Michigan State is at, is faces Ohio State. I, I don't really think the Buckeyes are in major jeopardy, but weirder things have happened. Um, so I do think this weekend will be big for college football. But I think the NBA was the bigger story last night than college football rankings. I mean, Steph Curry goes into Brooklyn, drops 37 points in 29 minutes, 9 of 14 from deep, and he got MVP chance. 
in Kevin Durant's building. Pretty impressive. Kyrie Irving nowhere to be found, not on the bench. I didn't see him. I didn't. I mean, I didn't watch the, closely enough to hear if the announcers were talking about him. But Steph Curry was the story. Went into Harden and Durant's building, showed both of them up. The Nets, by the way, I saw. It's a crazy stat. The Nets are now ten and five, and all five of their losses are by thirteen or more points. They basically are just like, oh, we're not going to win this. Forget it. Let's move on. Warriors improved to twelve and two, best record in the league. I joked on Undisputed Friday that I woke up on Friday, the Warriors had the best record in the league, Odell Beckham was relevant again, and Cam Newton was on the Panthers. What is going on in 2021? It's like a turn back the clock to 2016, right? That's the last time all these three things were true. And yes, Odell has not been relevant in a while. I want to quickly touch on one NBA story that got me in hot water with the NBA Twitterati or the NBA Twitter losers, the people who just traffic in total NBA nonsense. They don't even understand the league, but they think they do. So Giannis uh, gave a big interview to GQ, and he said, I chose to stay here even with all the pressure because it's easier to leave. That's the easy thing to do. It's easy to leave. Being in movies, easy. Space Jam, all this, easy, easy. I don't want it, though. It's hard. Life, it molds you to be this guy. And I just wrote the truth, which is something I've been saying for about five years since Kevin Durant left. It's not easier to leave. It's easier to stay. It's harder to leave. Do you know how hard it is when Kevin Durant says, I'm leaving OKC? He's instantly got an entire fan base hating him. And the rest of the league outside of Golden State hated him. Nobody wants to be hated universally by millions of fans. You can't, a lot, nobody, so few people can actually handle that. Staying in OKC would have been easy for Kevin Durant. Just stay here. Nobody's going to criticize your decision. You st- the fans in OK State are going to love you? Uh, OK City, sorry. Golden State is like, oh, well, we tried. Uh, you know, we couldn't get him. Nobody's going to hate you. People loved Kevin Durant. Loved him. The second he left, he got hated by everyone. Now, that's a tough decision to make. Are you willing to be hated by everyone? Anytime you open your phone, you're getting nasty stuff on social media. Like, that's for five years now. And the same deal with LeBron when he left Cleveland. It was tougher to, to, to leave than to stay. And I know from a basketball perspective, you're saying, well, it's much easier to win a title when you have a stacked team. Well, obviously, that's clear. But in terms of mentally and emotionally handling departing and having people burn your jersey and hate you and hang you in effigy and that all go, is all over social media, like it's tough to be hated. Nobody wants to be hated. Everybody wants to be liked. So, yeah, it's easy for Giannis to stay. Guess what? Giannis stayed. Oh, well done, Giannis. That's cool. Nice. Everybody liked him. Everybody rooted. On to the next one. No, not one person said, I can't stand Giannis. He's the worst. He stinks. Nobody said that. That's not how it works. Staying is easy. And, you know, we're going to see it here, I guess, in short order with some other kind of sort of big names in the NBA. But Anthony Davis, he wanted to leave. Guess what? Hated. Hated. I mean, they were booing him in his own building because he wouldn't dress for games. He was like, I demand to get out. How soon we forget that, right? The easy move is to stay. I mean, I think you can actually bring it back to the Bible. And, you know, there's the Abraham story about leave your comfort zone, leave the family, leave everybody, and, and, and go to this new land. And it's like, do you know how hard that is? 
Your whole family's like, you're leaving us? You're, uh, you're going away? Like, that's tough. The easy move is to stay. So I, I don't know why everybody has it wrong. And yes, I'm sure there's going to be people DMing me on the gram. Oh, Jason, it's so much easier to win a championship. Yes, but these are two different things linked together. Was it easier for LeBron to win with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh than Antoine Jameson and Delonte West? Well, obviously. Was it easier for Kevin Durant to win with Curry and Draymond and Clay than Russell Westbrook and Nick Collison? <laughs> no, of course. And nobody would argue that. But one could also respond, well, Kevin Durant was never going to become the player he has become until he left Golden State. Whoa, wow, Jason, that's crazy. What do you mean? Well, he went to Golden State. He won a title, but everybody wanted to say, well, Curry, Curry's the, 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 the every, all the fans love him. He's the real star on the team. And I don't know. He went to the finals twice and Durant was the best player twice with LeBron on the court and Curry on the court. He was the two-time finals MVP. So yeah, in, in life, you go through these stages. Kevin Durant played with Russell Westbrook. I'm sure he was itching to go get the hell out of town after eight years. Wouldn't you? It's proven Russell Westbrook. He's been on three teams in three years, people. Come on. Like, really? And you're faulting Kevin Durant for leaving? I mean, Russell Westbrook said, I've lost track of how many teams he's played for since OKC. Like, he's just bouncing around, and it's tough to play with that guy. So, yeah, Durant was smart to leave. Giannis stayed. It worked out. I mean, they got a little fortunate with injuries, you know, throughout the league. Um but hey, he's got his title. That's great. Now, I don't know why he goes on to say in this uh, GQ piece that like he may end up leaving. Like, what do you, I, 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 don't, I don't know why you'd feed this in a few years. I don't think he's even eligible to go anywhere for a few years. Like, well, I don't know. It's almost like Giannis got a taste of the spotlight in the offseason and now he wants to stay in it. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Um, by the way, the Bucks are struggling this season. Chris Middleton uh, missing in action. Uh, it's tough to win without stars. And, you know, it's pretty clear that the Bucks, while a good team, uh, they're not the best team in the East right now. Now, of course, it's regular season. Who cares? But I, I, I like the cut of the Miami Heat's jib. They're my, they're my team right now in, in the uh, East. I, I, I'm reluctant to say the Warriors are the best in the West because, again, playoff series, LeBron hasn't played. Although, LeBron's expected back this Friday, according to a report. And, you know, are you really going to bet against LeBron and AD in the playoffs? Notice I did not add Westbrook into that. Um, I, I just, it, it's it's way too early for that. So we're 15 games into an 82-game slog. That would have been that would have been akin to, eh, probably not even that, Carolina 3-0, Denver 3-0. Oh, Super Bowl bound, baby. Playoffs. I mean, remember when people were saying that? Now, Carolina's still in the hunt. Denver barely still in the hunt. But um, anyway, I've prattled on too long. Let's get to our guest, Sam Monson from Pro Football Focus. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. 
Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome back to Straight Fire, a guy with a great accent. He does amazing stuff for Pro Football Focus. And I, and I told him straight up, I said, Sam, I just don't know who's good in the NFL right now. I need your help. So let's bring in Sam Monson from Pro Football Focus. How are you, man? 
I'm good. I don't know what kind of help I'm going to be to you, though. I don't know that anybody knows who's good in the NFL right now. It's just a weird it's a weird time in the season. But I will rem- I will remind people that last November, Tampa Bay lost three of four. I don't know if you remember that, like bit of a they got crushed by the Saints and they've got a win over Carolina. And then they lost big games to I think it was the Rams and Chiefs back to back. And everybody's kind of writing them off and they were able to write the ship. Is this just one of these weird November moments where Arizona goes down, Baltimore, Tampa, Buffalo, Dallas, like everybody's losing in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I think the difference between Tampa Bay last year than, you know, most of these teams this year is that it kind of made sense for the narrative for the Bucks last year. You know, Brady, Arians, all these new guys in the building, it sort of made sense that it was going to take some time for all those guys to figure it out, get on the same page. And certainly I was saying all the way through the season that like they just need to get to the playoffs, like forget seeding, forget winning the division, just get to the big dance. And then you can go on a run with Tom Brady and all these playmakers. And once you've figured out how things are going to go, you can do that. But now we're looking at teams like Kansas City and, you know, Buffalo losing a game to Jacksonville and like these teams that they don't have a reason to have not figured it out yet. They're just <laughs> dropping random games. You know what I mean? Uh, Baltimore is the same kind of thing. Like there's, there's just no reason that Baltimore should be losing a game to Miami, but every one of these teams has one of these games somewhere on the resume. And I, I mean, even Dallas, which was rolling, looking incredible uh, that, that Denver game, I thought that was the biggest shocker of the season, 30 to nothing deep into the fourth quarter. I, I will say, Sam, the only team that hasn't had a letdown um, well, they did in the opening week was the Green Bay Packers, who, for my money right now, are probably the best team in the NFL. And they don't even have, I think, like three starters on that defense, right? Yeah, they, they've missed a, a bunch of players. Like Jair Alexander was the best cornerback in the NFL last season, hasn't been playing for almost the entire year. Um, and that's one of those situations where, okay, that that's not a good thing, but in a weird way, it might be beneficial to them long-term because guys like Eric Stokes, their first-round rookie, you know, wasn't playing at the start of the season, but all of a sudden he's had to be like the number one corner yeah. for half the year. And even if he's not been Jair Alexander, I would say that's accelerating his development, you know, and all of a sudden you get to the playoffs and now Eric Stokes can go back to being a number two corner potentially and everything looks better. So yeah, Green Bay, they've been missing a lot of, uh, a lot of players. You're right. They haven't had that kind of letdown mm-hmm. um, other than the Saints in week one, which, yeah is looking more and more like just a, a weird game. Yeah. Uh, one of ba- those week one games that happens. The left tackle Bakhtiari, I think he's back this week. I'm not sure he's back. I mean, he's been on IR forever. Um, and then, you know, the defensive edge rushers. I, I personally think the narrative for Green Bay is pretty awesome, given the offseason with Aaron Rodgers, the COVID. I mean, Sam, you got to admit, like, if Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is able to get to the Super Bowl, this is pretty, it's a pretty great story Instead of the usual, oh, Tom Brady's back. Oh, the Chiefs are back. It's like, oh, my gosh, Aaron Rodgers. How the hell did he do this? It's certainly a huge story. Whether whether it's a great story or not depends on (laughs) kind of where you fall down the political line, I suspect. But, yeah, (laughs) like if Aaron Rodgers is in the Super Bowl after, you know, thumbing his nose at COVID regulations and the the kind of furore that created – and drags that team to the Super Bowl, there is going to be a week of nothing but Aaron Rodgers stories, which, yeah, it'll be one of the biggest stories we've seen for a long time. Yeah. Um, okay. How about this one? A for real or fraud? Tennessee Titans. Uh, I, I think they're <laughs> for real. But oh, I do wow. think that they're okay. riding their luck a bit. Like, 
I don't think you can dismiss what they did in terms of that run of games, any of which would have been completely understandable to drop, right? You beat Buffalo, you beat Indianapolis, you beat the Rams, you beat like they went on this run of teams that all should have been like emotional letdown type of games. Mm -hmm. And they just kept answering the bell. But without Derrick Henry, it's different. Like it just isn't the team it is when he's there. And even though they've, they've kept winning without him there, you can see the impact it's having. Like the offense has not been the same. And it just feels like at some point they're riding their luck a little bit too much and they're going to lose a couple of games. But, mm-hmm. I, but I do think they're legit. Like that defense has stepped up in a huge way. They still have enough playmakers on offense when everybody's healthy that even without Derrick Henry, I think they can still win some games. So I think they are for real but they're due a, a couple of losses. Okay, so I brought them up self-servingly because I'm in a Survivor <laughs> League. 2,500 people entered. There's like 100, 102 left. And I have a great choice this week, Tennessee or the Browns. But I listened to you into, intently just now say they're due a couple losses. Like after that five-game run, I think they just beat five teams that were in the playoffs last year. Um, or are they, They're like 7-0 and against playoff teams from last year. And... Now you have to face like one of the worst teams in the league, the one and eight Texans who are off a bye. I know rest. We don't know if it matters anymore, but is this a sketchy spot for Tennessee (laughs) favored by 10 and a half? But, you know, in Survivor, they just got to win. Yeah. I mean, it's a kind of classic letdown spot, right? Like, yeah, gone on this five game win streak against really good teams. Um, any of which you could have dropped. Now, all of a sudden, there's like a break. Oh, great. Now we get to play the Texans. The Texans don't have a quarterback, whether it's Davis Mills or Tyrod Taylor had a terrible game in his return. There's just very little going for the Houston Texans right now. But it's exactly the kind of game that for no good reason you could end up losing just because you're not taking it as seriously as all those other games. Yeah, so I'm leaning toward the Browns against the Lions. I think there's a great spot for the Browns after getting their butts kicked, right? Teams that get, they lose by like 30 plus quickly bounce back historically in the NFL. I don't have the ATS numbers in front of me, but um, historically, if you get smacked one week, you usually bounce back with a good showing. Yeah. And you know, the, the lions can't do to them what the Patriots did to them last week. Like it's just not, it's not within the realm of possibilities of things Detroit can do in this game. They just don't have the horsepower on either side of the ball to do that kind of thing. And Baker Mayfield is not going to play as badly as he did this week. He's wildly inconsistent. He could be great. He can be terrible, but he's probably not going to be as bad as he was uh, against the Patriots against Detroit. If for no other reason than they, again, they don't have the same kind of problems. They don't have the players on the back end to cause those kinds of issues. So, yeah, I think I would expect the Browns to bounce back in a pretty significant way against Detroit. They are a much better team than Detroit. And even if they do it by taking the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hands, it should be a good thing for them. (laughs) I am curious where you are on Baker. Uh, I'm sure you read the story about how, there's a parallel between Baker and Marcus Mariota in Tennessee, where he was like the number two pick, I think behind Jameis and they gave him chances. They gave him chances and it just never really panned out. And they pivoted to Tannehill and they've never looked back. Um, What's your best guess on Baker? Like he's in no position to ask for anywhere near $30 million a year, right? No, they're, they're in such a weird spot because I don't think they knew heading into this year, like what they wanted to do with them. And that's why they let it drag out this far. And they're kind of hoping that this season would give them some kind of clarity or some kind of idea, because when you looked at it on paper heading into the year, this Browns roster was like Super Bowl caliber team. Baker Mayfield should have had a career year this season, but he injures his shoulder. He's going to play the whole year with like the torn labrum, the Odell Beckham thing blows up. They end up shipping Mm -hmm. him off. And now you just, you don't know. Baker's bouncing between like 
He had a great game against the Bengals, had a terrible game against the Patriots. Um, they are all over the place. And at that point, you know, he's had some stretches of play that have been elite. He's had some stretches of play that have been terrible. And that team more than any other sort of knows the threat of moving on from a guy. And what happens if you start off that roller coaster all over again of trying to find a new quarterback? Remember, yeah. you know, the Browns have that jersey with like the 30 <laughs> names on it, right? From the start of the, the Tim Couch return. They know what it can be like if you don't have an answer. So I really think for both sides, they want to try and work out some kind of deal, but it has to look different to everything else now. It can yeah. It can't be the Josh Allen contract. That's that's out the window. It, it they need to figure out some kind of middle ground of like of you know uh, kind of middle tier quarterback de- deal that just doesn't exist in today's NFL. Mm. It's either you're high or you're getting paid at the low end. But what about just moving on from him and saying you know what we're just going to flip him and, and bring in Jimmy Garoppolo or I, I don't know if there's someone else out there that you like because it, it's clear the 49ers cannot keep Jimmy G. It, it, in a weird way, Sam, isn't he going to be like after Deshaun Watson, the most coveted quarterback in the league? Pittsburgh is definitely going to be in the market. Um, you never know what's going to happen with Indianapolis and Wentz. It feels like Jimmy G is going to be able to kind of pick his spot. No. Yeah, possibly. I, I think there's a few quarterback kind of dominoes that could fall this offseason. Um, you know, guys like I mean, if if Russell Wilson was really upset with Seattle last offseason, this year has done nothing to repair that. Right. <laughs> like the the offensive line is probably worse than it was a year ago. Dwayne Brown has finally started to slow down at left tackle, and he was the one good player on that offensive line. So if you're Russ coming out of this year, coming off the back of like the first major injury you've ever had, you're not any happier with the team than you were uh, 12 months ago when you were agitating for a potential move. So maybe Russell Wilson is available. Who knows how the Deshaun Watson thing will work its way out. Um, Aaron Rodgers obviously is a, a <laughs> potential guy like this. There could be a bunch of big dominoes to fall this offseason, which could set off like all kinds of crazy yeah. quarterback moves. It's weird, Sam. I feel like we just mentioned those three the entire last offseason yeah. and a whole lot of nothing happened, which is frustrating. You know, in the NBA, there's all this chatter. Oh, this guy could move this. And then he moves. He demands right. out. He moves. NFL, it's like maybe, maybe. Oh, it didn't happen. I mean, these are three marquee names. Wilson, Watson. Uh, Rogers, definitely three of the 10 best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, is your guess that one maybe moves two? I know it's early, but. Yeah, I mean, I think part of the reason, okay, they, they didn't move anywhere. So we kind of just have to restart the whole thing again, but neither did anything get resolved. You know, like nobody is happy with the current situation. Like Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers is clearly not the best marriage in the world right now. Um, as I said, Seattle and, and Russell Wilson, if he was upset last off season, I don't see him being any happier with the situation uh, in a few months time. And then Deshaun Watson, like the whole thing is just on hold until the legal process goes somewhere. Like the idea that anybody could trade for him, given what Houston wants for him and given what's hanging over him, just (laughs) never seemed plausible. Right. Like 22 civil lawsuits, 10 criminal lawsuits. There's just no way you can't give up that kind of trade deal with that looming on the horizon you could give up multiple picks for a guy who's in jail in a few months time so yeah but i think all those guys are potentially still available again it's going to be a fun offseason for sure uh it, jordan love would take over in green bay we get that seattle's a huge question mark i i can't imagine geno smith being the guy although he was all right in a couple of games and then houston is probably going to have like one of the top picks but 
you know, Sam, I don't know how much you look at college, but the, the, it's not like there's a bumper crop of college football quarterbacks. A lot of the guys who were highly rated have kind of flopped. Uh, and I keep coming back to Jimmy G. Like, I, where are you on it? Is he a top 15 quarterback in the league? Like, when he's healthy, he seems like a good quarterback to me. I don't know. Yeah, but that's a huge caveat for him <laughs> now, right? And I honestly think that's why the 49ers were so intent on going after Trey Lance. It, like, even if... <sighs> Jimmy G had been healthy the whole way. I think they would have been maybe looking at, well, how much better can we do than that? Right. What's the ceiling of Jimmy G? Can we get a guy that can take us to the next level? But even if he'd been a, like, even if he'd been a top 10 quarterback the whole way, it just his injury history at this point, mm-hmm. I think would have them looking for alternative options. It's just, it's too long. It's too consistent. You can basically guarantee that he's going to miss some time in any given season so if your team bringing him in, like you can't bring him in as a surefire, you know, starter that's going to fix everything and be the franchise guy going forward. Mm-hmm. He's got to be like, you know, part of a contingency plan that that has some kind of fallback. You can, like there's you can guarantee that he's going to be missing some games. Yeah, that's a problem. And I and I probably erred in, you know, giving Jimmy G a top 15 thing. Um, I just went on PFF and you guys have him graded out as the 29th best quarterback. <laughs> yeah, uh, but right ahead if of you look tour. at uh, <laughs> if you look at just the last three weeks, he started to cook. Like we're getting yes. we're getting two or three weeks now of of pretty good Jimmy Jimmy G. Uh, and he missed play. Kittle, right? He missed Kittle for a bit. Yeah, and I think honestly, he's doing it like right at the right time. I, I think he was maybe a bad game away from Trey Lance being the starter, and now he's just reeling off these sort of three consecutive pretty good performances. Um and I, I think that's keeping Trey Lance on the bench. Like, I, I think if he hadn't done that, we would have already seen a switch there. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, sticking with quarterbacks, the guy who uh, has thrown back-to-back first-half pick sixes, um, Matt Stafford, who I like a lot. And Sam, I got to be honest, I don't recall a a turn on somebody as quickly as I've seen on Stafford. (laughs) I mean, uh, again, three weeks ago, he was basically like an MVP candidate, Rams are 7-1 and or whatever it was. And now he stinks it up against Tennessee, and he's pretty bad against San Fran. And it's like, this guy's Jared Goff. Listen, Sam, this... I don't know. Talk me off the ledge here. Um, should I not be freaking out about people bashing Matt Stafford? Or I don't know. Do you think he's not very good? It's so funny because like every week in the NFL, it's like, what can we overreact to this week? Right. <laughs> what, what, do, what do we have to completely change our minds on? Or what should we leave another couple of weeks and let's see how it plays out? Look, I, I wasn't wild on the whole Jared Go- or the whole Matthew Stafford to, to the Rams thing. I didn't think it was going to be as successful as everybody else did, because Stafford has never graded particularly well at PFF, right? His mm. the highest career grade he has is like an 82, which would put you most years somewhere at the bottom end of the top 10, right? He's never been in that truly elite group of quarterbacks. And you say, well, okay, yeah, but he's had Detroit the whole time. Like, sure, but how much of that, how much is that going to propel him up the rankings, right? And then the first, whatever it was, eight weeks. He looks like this MVP candidate. The numbers for the Rams offense, like even independent of Stafford, are through the roof. They're record-setting pace in terms of a bunch of different numbers. And it, it does clearly look different, right? Stafford, the way he plays the game, the way he's able to see things and target things, it's completely different to Goff. And you're like, okay, yeah, the, the way he plays clearly puts more back on the table for Sean McVay and all the coaches yeah. in that system. Um and I, I was like right on right, right about ready to take the L on that. Say, look, I had it wrong. I didn't think it would be successful. <laughs> and then, like, as soon as that crossed my mind, bam, bam, bad Stafford game, back to back. And now you're like, well, okay, is this the inevitable shoe to drop that always comes with Stafford? Right. Because think of throughout his career, this has happened four or five times where yeah. Jim Bob Cooter has fixed Matthew Stafford. <laughs> and Eight games later, right? Matthew Stafford comes back down to earth. Like it happens every single time. Is that what we're about to see? Or is Mm. this just a couple of bad games? Well, now he goes into the bye week. And a a cool stat that you guys have is this thing called turnover worthy plays. Uh, I'm assuming you don't grade that. And is there like a human doing this or is this a machine? Because he's had seven in the last two games. The first, the rest of the season, he only had six turnover-worthy plays. I guess maybe if you could uh, let the audience know what the hell a turnover-worthy play is determined as. Yeah, it's it's essentially so. Obviously, not all um, not all bad passes are caught by defenders, right? You can throw a ball right to a linebacker, the guy drops the pl- the ball. It's just an incomplete pass on the stat sheet, but it's effectively exactly the same throw as an interception to that linebacker if he catches it. So what the quarterback did didn't change. But the linebacker catching it or dropping it completely changes what it registers as just in the box score. So we have like turnover-worthy plays to properly downgrade the quarterback on those plays. So a turnover-worthy play is any 
play, including bad fumbles in the pocket. You know, when you see a guy coming to get you and you try and get out of it anyway and you end up fumbling the ball away, that's on you. That's not on the pass protection. So any play that should be a turnover, whether or not it ended up being that, you know, whether or not the, de- the defense caught it, whether or not you caught a break um, and the offense bails you out, like you're, you will see plays where um, quarterback throws it right to a defender and, you know, receiver makes a freakish play, goes up, mosses the guy, takes it away from him. <laughs> we'll downgrade him for that, even though it's a even though it's a complete pass. OK. Um, and then the flip side is true. Right. There are plays where sometimes not all interceptions are turnover worthy. Right. You can hit your own receiver in the hands, but if he drops it and jumps up in the air and a defender comes down with it, yeah. that's not a bad play by the quarterback. I, yeah, I think Brady had one of those weird ones against Washington over the weekend. Um, yeah. it's, it's difficult, but Stafford hasn't looked the same the last two weeks. I don't know if it's the pressure they're getting on him uh, or the pressure is getting to him in terms of like, hey, man, you got to deliver for us. Bright, bright. I mean, back to back primetime games and he hasn't looked great. Uh, I want to quickly dive into two games this weekend. I think Colts Bills is fascinating. Rematch of the playoff game, obviously, Wentz in for Rivers. And a gambling syndicate hit this game yesterday. It went from six and a half to seven. And I, Sam, I just can't get that Jacksonville game out of my head. I can't get the indie offensive line out of my head. They are a lot better, um, by the way, than, than they were earlier this season. And for some reason, I think they're going to be able to run the football in this Buffalo team with Taylor, who, who looks incredible. Yeah, I, w- I would think they should. In fact, Indy should be able to run the ball on pretty much anybody when they have that offensive line back. I think it's a great point to bring up. Like, we had been saying for the first six, seven, eight weeks of the season, they haven't had their starting five offensive line yet. Everybody, they kept losing players. They weren't getting Eric Fisher back. Quentin Nelson was missing time. They just couldn't get the five guys that were supposed to start the season as that offensive line healthy at the same time. And as soon as it happened, they just ran over everybody. And even last week against uh, uh, Jacksonville, you're like, why are they not out of sight in this game? Like the first couple of drives they just completely destroyed Jacksonville up front and then didn't kind of keep their foot on the gas and just roll away with it but you're right they should be able to run the ball on Buffalo and the Bills defense is good but they're still a little bit lightweight up the middle and that Colts offensive line when it's rolling is a top three unit in the NFL but the one thing I think that that does go in Buffalo's favor is you know Josh Allen is outside of that Jacksonville game is really looking like the Josh Allen from last year, not the guy that kind of wobbled at the start of this year or the guy from the previous seasons. He had, you know, eight of these incredible plays um, this week against the Jets, like way more big time throws than any, any other quarterback you're going to see in a game mm-hmm. this year. I just, I look at that Colts defensive line and I remember what Pittsburgh did in the opener um, between the rookie kid out of Michigan pay uh, Buckner's playing well again. Um, pro football focus seems to like a lot of green on that uh, Colts defense. So I, I just feel like seven seems high. Is it, what, what, do you have a lean on that uh, with the spread? Yeah, I, I would lean in your direction. I would lean with the, the fact, the idea that Indianapolis can keep that closer. The other thing is, you know, as, as much as I think Buffalo's offense is still very good and Josh Allen's kind of rolling again and they've got receivers to work with, that offensive line is not as good as it was yeah. a year ago. They've kind of, they've done this deliberately in terms of let's just make sure we're stocked up with depth and we're not going to have weak links on the offensive line, but we're not going to get any superstars either. Yeah. And that's good, but when all of a sudden all of those guys are playing sort of slightly below their average level, 
that very quickly makes a line that just isn't playing very well. I think that's what's happening with Buffalo, that that all of those guys are playing just a little bit worse than you would expect from them. And that kind of adds up to being this below average offensive line. Yeah. Uh, the other game that's really good is uh, Dallas at Kansas City. I'm not a huge fan of the uh, only having three games in the 4 p.m. window. But when you got Dallas, Kansas City, that should be an incredible <laughs> one. Um, are you I'm a little surprised Kansas City's favored by two and a half. I, I yeah. don't really know other than being at home. Um and Andy Reid, where are the advantages for the Chiefs against this Cowboy team? I know the defense isn't good, but it's not like the Chiefs' defense is any good. I think there's a real fear that, like, the Raiders fixed the Chiefs. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like, like, the idea that the Chiefs had really been in this funk and they were out of confidence and they weren't um, in their groove on offense. And all they needed was like a team like the Raiders to roll in there and go, okay, I see your game plan over here to beat the chiefs, but we're not going to do that. We're I know do what we do. <laughs> and because we think that'll work instead. And it just doesn't, right. It's like a perfect get right spot for Kansas city. And it feels a little bit like, you know, like a soccer striker that's going through a goal drought. And it's like, all he needs is a goal. You give him one goal, the confidence goes back up. And all of a sudden that guy's going to start hitting goals left, right, and center all over again. It feels like that, that might be what you're dealing with with the Chiefs, right? All they yeah. need is that one game where suddenly some big plays are there. They're making the, the crazy touchdowns again. And all of a sudden, we're like, it's like, what, what lack of confidence? Like, this is what we do. We just go in there and roll. So I think there's a real chance that Kansas City's offense is back, even though Dallas will give them a tougher time of it than, uh, than the Raiders did, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as, you know, Dallas's defense with guys like Trayvon Diggs with all those interceptions, like Diggs is also giving up a lot. So yeah. They're they're well capable of attacking that Dallas defense, but like I think their defense should should be overwhelmed by Dallas as well. Like this could be a classic shootout game, thirty four thirty one something in that ballpark. Um, yeah. I, I, do do you think that Dak is among the leaders for the MVP? I mean, outside of that Denver clunker, uh, you know he's been very good. I know Cooper Rush coming in and winning in Minnesota kind of makes it look like can anybody win there? But I don't know. Is Dak an MVP candidate for you? I think he should be, if for no other reason than like the MVP candidacy is like the best teams in the NFL, right? As soon as you settle on a guy, that guy has a stinking game and you're like, well, (laughs) he's not MVP anymore, right? It's happened happened to Stafford, Lamar, Mahomes obviously isn't in it. The conversation based off his season so far, Brady had a couple of rough games. Every one of these MVP candidates has fallen off. So at that point, like that gets back in the conversation, even if he did have a bad game against Denver and, and missed a game with the calf injury. Yeah, I think... The way he's playing, he's playing at a top five way right now. That mm-hmm. offense is as good as anybody's. So he's definitely in the conversation. It just seems like this Cowboys uh, offensive line, which is playing awesome, and Tyron Smith should return. Um, if they're able to run the football on on the Chiefs to play keep away from Mahomes and force him and you know with the with the safety looks that everybody slowed him down with, Mahomes, you know, isn't really taking what the defense is giving him, right? He's yeah. trying to make these splash plays, not against the Raiders, but most of the rest of the season. And I can, I can easily see Dallas winning this. Yeah. He, he said, um, he told Chris, the, our, our boss um, at PFF on the broadcast. Yeah. 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 On, on the sort of production meetings, you know, he said, obviously everybody knew what teams are doing to Kansas city and forcing them to play conservative, boring, take what the defense gives you football. And he told him that, you know, it's, it's not in my nature. Like he doesn't want to play the game that way, which I thought mm. was a really interesting thing to like publicly admit, right? Like this is something you're struggling with right now. And you are advertising the fact 
that it's working because you don't want to play that way. So if you're Dallas or if you're any other defense in the NFL, he has told you what he doesn't want to do. And that's like step one in terms of trying to stop anybody on offense is put them, make them do the things that they don't want to do in a game. So obviously it's one thing saying it and another thing doing it, but Dallas knows what the blueprint is to cause Mahomes problems. Yeah. Let's see how disciplined Dan Quinn can be. Uh, I know he, he's one of these weird guys who likes to take credit and put his name out there. I, I, I mean, I'm optimistic for Dallas. If they win this, by the way, Sam, everybody's going to think that they're the, they're the Super Bowl favorites, right? And yeah. Buffalo doesn't look impressive against the Colts. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, you couldn't argue with them much. You know, they would be in a great yeah. position if they do. Dallas looks good. All right, Sam Monson, Pro Football Focus. Uh, great stuff as always, Sam. And uh, by the way, do you do a lot of gambling or no? A little bit, not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any Super Bowl futures at all or, or any that you'd recommend? Any buy low spots right now? Um, I No, because the last like buy low spot I thought was going to be great value was uh, Cleveland once they got rid of Odell Beckham Jr. And then they yeah. don't get annihilated by the Patriots. So, yeah, that wasn't a, that wasn't a great one. The schedule is not great for them either looking forward. So, uh, all right, Sam Monson, thanks a lot, buddy. Take it easy. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 